As soon as the meal was finished, Jesus insisted that the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the people. And with the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountainside so he could be by himself and pray, and he stayed there alone late into the night. Meanwhile, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them and they were battered by the waves, and at about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking in the water, and they were scared out of their wits. A ghost, they cried, crying out in terror. But Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage, it's just me. Don't be afraid. And Peter, suddenly bold, said, Master, if it's really you, Call me to come to you on the water. And he said, come on ahead. And jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. And he cried, Master, save me. And Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. And then he said, faint heart, what got into you? And the two of them climbed into the boat, and the wind died down. And the disciples in the boat, having watched the whole thing, worshipped Jesus, saying, This is it. You're God's son for sure. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Oh God, storms rage around us and within us, and they cause us to be afraid. So rescue your people. Deliver your sons and daughters from fear, and preserve us in the faith of Jesus. Open our ears, minds, and hearts to your word for us this day. Amen. Frederick Beekner is one of my favorite writers. And in one of his books, he provides this summary of his life's mission, and he writes these things. He says, there's no event so commonplace, but that God is present within it, always leaving you room to recognize God or not recognize God. And if I were called upon to state in a few words the essence of everything I was trying to say, both as a novelist and a preacher, it would be something like this. Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery that it is. In the boredom and pain of it, no less than in the excitement and gladness, Touch, taste, smell your way to the heavenly and hidden heart of it. Because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments. And life itself is grace. And you know, this morning I think we approach that type of moment in the life of Jesus and his disciples. And usually... You will hear people talk about this story like this, I think. You know, Peter was really on to something when he stepped out of that boat because he literally stepped out in faith. 
You see, Peter, just like all of us, is invited to step out into the waves, the storms of life where Jesus calls us to take courage, leave the safety of the boat, and just come to him. And if we have enough faith in Jesus and keep our eyes and focus on him, we will not sink despite the wind and the waves, the storms of our lives, because you see, if only Peter had not become distracted, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, let us not forget that Peter did walk on water. But when he just got a bit anxious and distracted from keeping all of his focus on Jesus, Peter sank like the rock that he is. So Jesus wants us to be bold in our faith. Jesus wants us to walk on water, stay above the chaos and storms of our lives. And if we can just keep our focus, if we can just stay faithful, we will succeed. So walking on water for us has come to mean taking risks, stepping out boldly, and all that sounds good, no doubt about it. Jesus wants us to take risks for the sake of the gospel, no doubt about it that Jesus wants all eyes on him and on the mission he has set out for us, no doubt about it that Jesus wants us to have the gift of faith and everything that goes along with it, but I ask you this morning, is that all that we're supposed to hear from this story today. Because Matthew's gospel seems to be continually interested in the concept of community. It's interested in trying to figure out what it really means to be the church, the group of folks who are really trying to follow Jesus together. So I wonder sometimes what we're to make of folks like Peter who swing their legs over the side of the boat, leaving all of the rest of the disciples, his friends, in the boat to row and try to manage the best they can together in the storm. And when folks so willingly abandon their community, we are likely to see them take a few steps and then get swallowed up alone in the storms of life. Surely ready to drown, if not for the grace of Jesus, who always reaches out to save us, even when we get scared and confused and full of doubt. So just maybe when Jesus says to Peter, you of little faith, why did you doubt? He doesn't mean, oh, Peter, if you only had more faith. But maybe he meant Peter. Why did you get out of the boat? Because you see, from the very early days of the Christian community, the boat has been a symbol for the church. It was the primary vessel of the disciples, but it's also a vessel that's large enough to carry quite a few people. It is really a great symbol for the church because you see, when the wind and the water and the sailors all cooperate, the journey is just beautiful. And sometimes life on the ship, it can get pretty routine. The same chores, they need to be done every day, like it or not. And the wind does not always do what the sailors wish it would do. And a large group means a wide variety of people with a variety of ideas and opinions. And the ship's missions can be put at risk by those who are tempted to set sail alone or mutiny or just plain jump overboard. 
But let me tell you this this morning, folks. Any problems on the ship have more to do with the sailors than the captain, and that's with a capital C, as in Christ. Because the captain has provided for the ship. You see, the captain gives words and sacraments. The captain gives the community of sailors and even gives the ship. And Christians have long treasured this image of a ship, beautiful but vulnerable, seaworthy, but still subject to storm and waves and wind. So in this story, Jesus makes the disciples get into a boat and head out across the sea because Jesus would meet up with them again. But first, he was going to take some time to be alone and pray. But then you see a storm blows up, as storms sometimes do in our lives. But Jesus doesn't wait for them to get to the other side. He comes to them walking on the water. Because Jesus wouldn't leave his disciples alone in the middle of a storm, struggling with the chaos. He comes to them and says, take heart, it is I. Don't be afraid. And then Peter says something. He, he says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. If it is you, if, you need to know that there are only a couple of other times in the whole gospel when someone addresses Jesus with if, and they aren't the greatest. The devil does it three times to Jesus when he tempts him in the wilderness. If you are the Son of God, make bread from these stones. Call down special privileges from God. How about worshiping me? And then when Jesus is hanging on the cross, people mock him, calling out, If you are the Son of God, come down from that cross. And then here Peter adds his voice, If it is you, Jesus, command me to come to you on the water. If. But you know, Jesus doesn't give Peter a hard time about being afraid. Because, of course, when you find yourself in the middle of a storm, you are afraid. But why did you doubt? Did you believe that I wouldn't come? Did you really think that I wouldn't save you? Did you really think that when I told you to get into the boat and go on ahead that I would ever, ever leave you alone? Take heart. It is I. Don't be afraid. And then Jesus and Peter got back into the boat and the wind stopped. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly you are the Son of God.
Now, we all know that storms will blow up in all of our lives. But hear this this morning. Jesus has not left us alone. Because the one who calms the storms and makes the wind stop is still with us and he has work for us to do. And yes, it will mean stepping out in faith, but it does not mean that you get out of the boat, not going it alone, not leaving the community of the faithful. Because we draw strength from one another and from the one who says, take heart, it is I. Don't be afraid. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.